Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show podcasts are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Discover the many ways you can join in at nerdyshow.com slash support. This program may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 177? Yep. Yeah, yeah, 177. Yeah. I Yay. just posted it a like, couple days ago, and I can't even remember now. <laughs> this is 177, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr. With me is a hard man with hard opinions, AFLM. Hi. Our king, baby dog, Evan. Hey, that's Evan Sensei. <laughs> Evan Sensei now, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, uh, it was... It was Dylan. Was Dylan Senpai? Dylan Senpai. <laughs> no stealing nicknames and people. Yeah, no stealing nicknames. <laughs> Just FYI, for people who don't know, I'm actually teaching English to Japanese kids now, so I am officially a sensei. What fun! Do they yeah. call you Evan Sensei? No, they just call me Evan. I, I I feel weird having the kids call me Sensei, but I'm just doing it here just so I could be kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Speaking of assholes, security guy, Greg. Hola, I have a normal voice again. Yay! <laughs> and Elite Four Derek. Elite Four Derek Kuhn. I can have nicknames too. <laughs> <laughs> you are the, the most adorable of us all, so Kuhn fits you well. Yeah. Derek, Derek Ton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, this episode, we're going to be uh, doing some fun stuff. We actually had decided like last minute right before we started recording that we had so much fun with the channel a stuff last time and making our anime we're gonna do it twice this episode we're gonna do a uh, channel a sandwich so we're gonna start with one and then we'll end with one sound good i don't care (laughs) (laughs) so yeah this week i have the uh, premise cards and john will have the titles so how many do I draw again? Set five or seven? Five. Wow. Draw five and pick two. And I'm uh, I just picked my my seven title cards, and three of them are blank. So I gotta oh. do some redrawing. <laughs> All right. So let me pull up the chat in here just in case. So so my premise, the five I have here are Sentai, Sentient Robots, Slice of Life, Utopia. And an urban fantasy. Yeah. Ooh, urban fantasy. Can urban we, fantasy. Can we request you write this down in the chat? So, because yes, my that's what I'm going to do right now. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I have Sentai. Oh, man. Ur- if only I had some uh, elevator waiting music while Evan types everything down. 
Evan started whistling them. Or I was thinking the. Oh, there we go. Okay. So Sentai Urban Fantasy Utopia Slice of Life or Sentient Robots. Oh my gosh. A sentient robot slice of life. Slice of life. Yes, I was going to say that. Okay. Do we all agree sentient robot slice of life? No way. I got one. Hold on. I like this one. It's two words. You can just say it, Greg. <laughs> Derek and I are already on similar wavelengths today. We were making fun of Greg and coming up with uh, genres. <laughs> Another great uh, elevator music. Um, right just here. a reminder, you're only picking two, right? Okay. <laughs> No, Greg, it's not the title. These are these are the genres. Oh, I don't know. It's the title. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go with what you guys said then. Sentient <laughs> robot slice of life. What okay. is that in your mouth, Greg? Uh, it is floss. Oh. <laughs> Promoting oral hygiene. <laughs> okay. So, Oral hygiene. Uh, I, I'm kind of at a, like I, I pick terrible cards for these titles, but I'll, I'll write them anyways and see what we can come up with. Okay. Okay. So um, our our words to work with are eater, Ooh. UFO, Z, diver, sailor, love, and kiss. Wow. Oh we could, dear. We can literally just create a huge amalgamation of all shonen and shoujo anime. That's dumb. uh i i feel like uh i don't know these are like these i don't feel like these are these these words work kiss eater i mean (laughs) (laughs) love kiss eater e z love Love eater eater cuss diver uh going down under (laughs) (laughs) Of, of definitely, I guess we're going. Yeah. So okay. All right. I, I'm gonna throw in for UFO kiss Z. Let's see. Okay. I, gotta, I have a serious one here. Hold on. I hope it enables all seven of the words like I tried for last time. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Derek. Hmm. UFO eater, sailor, love, kiss, diver, Z. I wish it was more like, um, like love diver kisses eater instead of just kiss. Ooh, Z diver, love kiss. That's actually a good one. The sentient, the sentient robots are, are called Z divers and love kiss is the slice of life because they're in love. Is that a real thing, or did you just kind of make that up? Because that was pretty impressive. I just made it up. Nice. <laughs> I'm going so, for robots if I throw a UFO eater in there. <laughs> I mean, so if we if we have sentient robots and it's their daily lives, then, I, I mean, we're kind of, it seems like with the, the kind of stuff that we're going towards is that there's a romantic aspect to it, which kind of is like really existential in a way if we actually write this because it's, it's uh, the question of can robots feel love? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd go with Andrew's pick, honestly. Yeah. 
Yeah, Z diver. Z diver love kiss. Z How many times can we include I, Z? We can I'm do Z diver <laughs> love kiss Z. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like UFO kiss Z. That's oh, just, for, you know. for me, U- UFO kiss Z. That I, yeah. I mean, like I was, I was somewhat of a fan of that one myself. I would hope so, being the creator of the show. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, sometimes you just kind of throw words out there, and it's like, eh. Z diver love kiss actually rings. Yeah, Z diver love kiss. Listen, like, I'm okay with Z diver love kiss. That's sweet. That's, I'm, that's the me. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the best. You are so, the cheese. <laughs> I, I am the cheese. I am the best character on the show. I am so, better than the salami or the bologna combined. <laughs> So our show is a is a uh, sentient robot slice of life called Z Diver Love Kiss. All right, I'm gonna start the timer. Ready? Ready. Okay. So we live on a planet where everyone is a robot, but at the same time, robots don't have feelings until there's one certain robot that, for some reason, uh, starts feeling something and doesn't understand what that is. Turns out he's the first robot to have emotions. Okay. Can this robot just be like awkwardly dry humping other robots and the other <laughs> robots are confused as hell? Like, so it would be the robot from doing? Robot Chicken. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what we're saying is this is the prequel to the war on Cybertron. Just like, it's like they were a bunch of robots that had no emotions and then they got emotions <laughs> called love and then they were just like, you know what? Now that we know how to love, war. <laughs> now, yeah, first they feel love, which only is inevitably means that they will feel hate. <laughs> um, so my thought on it is, is that somebody, like a, a human, a scientist, creates a, um, creates a robot that can feel feelings. But then total like world war three happens and the human race is completely wiped out and this computer is is uh like sitting there all by himself with his thoughts and and feelings i say his like the computer and then yeah right kind of right and then um it it can it decides that it, it can try to build itself with like with its sentience and ability to think it figures out a way to control other machines that builds itself into a human as to which in the series eventually ends up building other humans and or or uh humanoid rather and so then like so it's a post-apocalyptic past human sort of thing kind of like uh girls last tour but with robots just walking around and doing everyday life things with each other but it all starts with the end of the human race it's too bad um in the title then with with that one that you can't just take the r at the end of diver and just shift it over a few spaces so it's z drive <laughs> Because like, it's Z drive. Z drive. It's all like it's partitioned A through Z, and like its Z drive is like the only empty one, and it's because it's not filled with love. Well, oh, could, t- well, here's a, well, he, the well. <laughs> way to make it sad. Needs to be formatted first. It's not well, ready. what if what if it was supposed? <laughs> what if it was supposed to be Z drive, but the person who invented it was Japanese and couldn't spell drive properly and became Z diver. <laughs> Bad English. English. Z diver. 
<laughs> yeah. It can't be filled with hard drive space. It can only be filled with love. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a sappy love story. A sappy no, love story about robots. It's not a sappy love story. It's a it's a psychological uh whatever whatever girl's last tour was transcendent but where's the love kiss uh well, that's, that's just a subtitle it really doesn't matter it, it just it has to do with the ability to gain emotion to seek out emotion and uh what it means to have emotions as Actually, a machine Derek you just asked what is the love kiss that is what the computer is asking what is oh, the love kiss as it as it searches uh you know it's a phrase that's within its um what's within its code and it's trying to figure out what is the yeah. love kiss oh it's maybe it's, it's trying to figure out how to create more of itself so it looks into what the humans did it's like wait a minute what what is this yeah like <laughs> i kind of like that idea it's yeah. like i'm the only machine around so i need to create some more how did humans do it as they created me so oh. then, so then the robot is traveling around this post-apocalyptic wasteland, trying to figure out how humans created more humans. What if, what if, as it moves around the wasteland, it it comes across certain things and then searches the internet for it, like because it's got literally you know a hundred years of internet to to dive through whatever's still on there and and so it's just like i wonder what that is and then just like cycles through the internet and like why why does one human give colorful plants to another human on the day of anniversary <laughs> so it what just googles anniversary? everything it, it just googles everything you're saying for a hundred yeah. years oh, nice maybe tries <laughs> to adapt some of those things but does it just completely wrong mm-hmm. or just Right. right, because it followed a meme instead of an actual legit fact. So this is a melancholy, man, not, a, not a slice of life. Can I pitch an idea for this uh, show, Z Diver Love Kiss? Yeah, go ahead. This is what this all is right. all about. All right. So I think post-apocalyptic world, of course, right? Uh, robots have taken over. Z Diver is the name of our human hero, one of the last soul survivors, right? In order for it, these robots have somehow been transformed from previous humans. Let's say some weird infection has been going around. Every time a human catches it, they turn into a robot. Don't ask me how. This is anime, right? Mm. So, would it be called Robid 19? Robid 19. Oh. <laughs> Oof. That, that's right in the feels. Right in the feels. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> so. Our hero, Z-Diver, has some sort of special antibodies that when he love kisses one of these mutated robots, it turns them slowly back into humans. So his mission is to go out there and transform all the robots back in to humans. However, the only way that he can do this is when he attacks or goes in for a combat move, he has to move in in a Z formation. And that's why he's called Sea Diver. <laughs> so he has to think of... dives in for a kiss by a Z formation. <laughs> so literal. Ooh. It's like, Ooh, no. I know, it's like, it's like dive kick of a video game. It's like where you can only dive kick. But Okay, I, I have another idea. So still sticking with the post-apocalyptic thing, but it's so far past the apocalypse that there, that every 
person in the show is a robot and but they're still in the phase where they're trying to figure out like they're so basically at this point they're just mimicking what humans do so like everything in the show the joke is well this is what humans did so we should too so like you have a a robot that is that is taking the characteristics of a human male trying to like woo the characteristics of I, a robot that is I'm, a human I'm not female. thinking of the um I'm not thinking of the uh, the Bill Burr uh, bit about the about the sex dolls yeah. that are now uh, like, <laughs> no, see see this the, is funny <laughs> see the thing that I'm th- that came to my mind was uh, the movie The Lobster um, oh, like yeah. how every how basically like everybody in the movie is just like based off of a character of this is how humans are supposed to act and it's just like yeah that's so strange but so good so like and that's kind of where i'm thinking what i'm thinking about this is is like you know you have that classic thing where the the girl tries to hand the boy the love letter saying like please go out with me i like you but it's a robot doing it so it's so it's like like please go out with me i love you and then like the, Do you like me one box says one the other box says zero <laughs> yeah things like that would be hilarious or i think that <laughs> when it would she work. hands him the letter and accidentally goes through the robot the other well, robot. But, she's, <laughs> but, but she's also not actually embarrassed but the humans beforehand were supposed to be embarrassed so, so she, she mimics she does it like she's embarrassed even though she's not because she's only mimicking that humans were embarrassed whenever they did this exactly there's like a robot tsundere or beep boop it's not like i actually like you ha 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 wow an entire show where they talked like that would be the most irritating thing ever (laughs) it would have to be a four coma show just you know a little three minute (laughs) yeah but i know i i I, I it'd be like of, a it'd be like a Prometheus and Bob sort of thing. Wait, can can there be like an elderly person in there that just makes the noises from a fax machine or an old internet dial-up? Doesn't <laughs> even speak, just opens the mouth and <laughs> my grandpa, I love her. <laughs> what do you mean that I don't understand the meaning of love? <laughs> And then, and then it makes the, uh, and then it makes the AIM door close sound. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's the win. No, that's the window with XP closing. So, so do, uh, do we like that that concept that we've built on with that? Yes. The- yeah, that's pretty good. Five, four, three. That's it. That's all we have. We yep, that's minutes. all we have. Okay, that was perfect. <laughs> that's that's it then. So that's that's Z Diver Love Kiss, a, a sentient robot slice of life where it's past the age of humans, and all robots are just mimicking human life, trying to become them again. So, and that's our show. What was we that? Slowly, ten, ten minutes. Yeah, ten, ten, ten minutes. minutes. We are slowly building our. Um, our season, our season of anime. Yeah, it's our spring season, which will then probably turn into our summer season, and then it'll turn into our fall season, and so on, and so on, and so on. Forever. Forever. Don't sound so excited. If anyone knows that reference, good, good job on you. Okay, so let's, uh, we'll, we'll be bringing this back uh towards the end 
to come up with a second show. And then for now, it's time to ring the news bell, which I forgot over here. <laughs> that, that seems like a theme in the last three three episodes the news bell's been forgotten there's so much stuff that i need to grab i mean i forgot channel a right before we started recording so i had to run and go get that too yeah oh geez yeah there we go news bell right. hey okay who's ready for more no um, well, tough titties, because apparently we're getting a new spinoff. <laughs> yes, Sahime, Princess Have Demon. Now, is, is this Inuyasha and Kagome's child? One of them is Inuyasha and Kagome's child, and the other one is the daughters of uh, daughter of Sashomaru. Uh, is, uh, is it still written by... Um... Rin, what's her Rumiko name? Rumiko Takahashi. She's yeah. designing the characters and she's devising the story. She's making sure they don't fuck it up. But <laughs> again, so, they're probably like, "Here's a million dollars. Tell us it's good." And she's just like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> I heard it's basically going to start with a very similar premise, where it's going to be like one of the kids goes into a portal and ends up in a post-feudal Japan. Or... Actually, huh. uh, so I had the premise right here. In feudal Japan, half-demon twins Towa and Setsuna are separated from each other during a forest fire. While desperately searching for their younger sister, Towa wanders into a mysterious tunnel that sends her into present-day Japan, where she is found and raised by Kagome Higurashi's brother, Sota, and his family. Ten years later, the tunnel that connects the two eras has reopened, allowing Towa to be reunited with Setsuna, who is now a demon slayer working for Kohaku. But to Towa's shock, Setsuna appears to have lost all memories of her older sister. Joined by Moruha, the daughter of Inuyasha and Kagome, the three young women travel between the two eras on an adventure to regain their missing past. Yay! Not bad. Not bad. But I'd give it a watch. Yeah, I'll watch it. First, I have to watch Inuyasha. Five out of ten. I'm going (laughs) to skip past the actually watching Inuyasha thing. I'm going to watch Inuyasha Kai, where they cut yeah. it down by cutting out all of the Inuyasha Kagome sequences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a 12-episode series. Did you know this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It could be interesting. It's supposed to be coming out in the fall, although odds are it's probably going to be delayed because you know what. That's really soon, actually. That seems really soon to me. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. All right. So... And now we've got another light novel series that is going to be reaching its end. It has been announced that that time I got reincarnated as a slime will be entering its final arc in the 18th volume. No! <laughs> Greg, also, do you know what that is? No, I don't because I've never watched the show. I know of the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't watched it either, but... Uh, again? Good. It's, I, I, I th- it's definitely one of the better isekai shows. Yeah, again? I'm always happy when I hear that an anime is ending. Right. And or rather, like, not always the reason. The source. <laughs> it means that, hey, they're letting me finish this. They're not, they're not chaining me to this desk for all eternity and making me write chapter after chapter, like poor, um, the, like the One Piece creator. 
Yeah, which by the way, I saw a thing online one time where like somebody just took a little snippet from uh, an interview with him saying that in 1997 he reported that the series would be over in five years or something like that. It was it was like 1997, 1999 or something like that. He said, "Yeah, the series is going to be over in five years." (laughs) Well, apparently, apparently, as of 2018, he said the story was like 75% complete so there it has like 5 years left in it now there is no way that he has that many good ideas well i know <laughs> well uh, well but apparently the arc that it's currently in is its final arc yes so that's that's a long arc that is, is a, a long arc it is a long i arc. mean it's a long show but <laughs> it's a long sh- yeah it's almost a, isn't it like right out like a thousand episodes uh i think over at this point, because I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure it's, that it's, a couple years ago, Victoria, mm-hmm. like Victoria, was still in college when she was watching the like 700s. So, yeah, yeah, I was in um, yeah, I was in college when it first popped up on Four Kids. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. um, I know, I know, there are a lot of hiatuses going on right now. Oh, they just announced for one. This one's kind of interesting because it's Golgo Thirteen, the professional. What? what? Gogo 13, The Professional? You know that series, I know, right? but a, a hiatus? Yes, it is it's going on hiatus for the first time in its 52-year run. I got to be honest. I didn't know Gogo 13 was still going. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the longest-running manga, like, ever. It's the law and order of, of assassination manga. Oh. <laughs> There's always someone out there that needs to be killed. <laughs> Executive producer, Dick Wolf. <laughs> Actually, Dick Wolf could probably do a really good Google 13 adaption. That would I would pick, yeah. I would watch that. Although, or or is Dick Wolf one of those people who's like Tom Clancy where he's been dead for a thousand years and people just use his name to get people to watch shows? <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. I don't know if Tom Clancy <laughs> happened during dinosaur times or the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the 70s were dinosaur times, no? <laughs> it is to us. It is to us. It, it's been, what, 50 years since then? Oh, I, man. Oh, God, it's scary. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, it's it's like I always say, when when we were born, Thundercats seemed like a really old show. Now, <laughs> now, now like, you, you think back and we're just like, man, remember when SWAT Cats was cool? And, and and there's and the generation is currently like man SWAT Cats is like an ancient show and it's like nah <laughs> oh. go back into your room grandpa I mean it's still I, got, that's still one of my favorite theme songs is the SWAT Cats one yeah oh definitely oh most definitely that was mm-hmm. that's a kick ass theme song uh, yeah. I, did did I tell you guys about the time I got OK Boomered online. Ooh, no, yeah. no, you did not. I yeah, that. it was great. I, 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 I wore it as a badge of honor. So I, I don't, I don't remember. Um, I don't remember the context now. It was you, you had told, you had put on to a uh, Thundercats roar. That's thing. right. It was when I was arguing, not arguing, but I, I basically. You were spilling some truth. You I was, stated. I was, yeah, I was, I was destroying them with facts and logic uh, over Thundercats roar, and then somebody mm-hmm. okay boomered me. Yeah, considering that, like, 
Wait, Mr. Boomer was my grandfather. (laughs) I'm just Boomer to you. (laughs) Do you think the same people who like Thundercats Roar are the same people who enjoyed the Plandemic documentary? I still have no idea what this Plandemic documentary is. Don't look into it. And I've seen a lot of conspiracy videos on on COVID-19 so far. So like, I mean, I could watch it and then and just be like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I've yeah, seen you're wrong. a lot of um, I've seen a lot of under the sea like parodies of COVID nineteen, and I don't know why that <laughs> song in particular is being made. No, I saw one for Kiss the Girl, not 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 under the sea. Oh no, I saw a guy literally like singing COVID nineteen, COVID nineteen, COVID, and I'm not gonna reenact it, but <laughs> it was just really weird. <laughs> Well, if somebody can find a copy of uh, Plan Plandemic, then send it to me because I want to watch it. I, <laughs> and make I, fun I, of I it. I enjoy Adam. conspiracy theories. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> Anyways, back to anime. Uh, so, looks like Studio Trigger is continuing on with the franchise of SSSS Gridman with a new series, SSSS Dynazenon, which was just revealed. Uh, hopefully they're saying that it may be released later this year. Although, like we said, maybe not. The world just begged for more thick thighs is all. Mm-hmm. And cute feet. Thick thighs <laughs> save lives. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Although speaking of the studio trigger, it has been announced that their, their current show, Brand New Animal, is all animated and completed. So there won't be any delays in that regard. I can't yeah. wait. For and that we're getting one. that on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah, they've actually been already releasing it in Japan, like in like yeah. chunks. So hopefully that'll mean that we will get it much sooner rather than, you know. Yeah, well, uh, later. There's already tons of fan art on Twitter and stuff. Oh, um, yeah, I've seen some. And uh, it's it's funny how well fan art translates to the actual art style of Trigger because... Well, Trigger has such a good art style. Uh, I, don't know. I, I saw a couple really good ones. I actually think I retweeted some on on my Twitter because they were just so good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh wait, no, I put it on the uh, on the Wicked Anime Discord as well. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited for that show. I don't even know what it's about. I just same. Like, I just yeah. see it's like, got a oh, cute what? animal girl. Yeah, I was like, All that's right. a cute, yeah. like, that's a cute raccoon girl. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> I know it's from the director and like writer of Little Witch Academia, so you Perfect. know it's going to be a good fun time. Perfect. All right. So one other thing, um, who here besides myself is has heard of or watched the anime series Yuru Yuri. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, no, okay, no, never mind. No, no, I have not. <laughs> okay. So apparently on an April Fool's, for an April Fool's joke, they made a joke saying that they are doing an isekai version of Yuru Yuri. Well, it's not a joke anymore. They're actually doing it. Huh. It was such a bad joke. They realized people actually wanted that as a product. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, okay, why not? And one of the characters is a slime girl, of course. Crickets. Okay, never mind. I think, then. I, I think we need. I think we need more more Yuri Yuri fans in order. <laughs> yeah, more Yuri. Yeah, dude, it's it's a Dogakoba anime. Watch it. 
I'm familiar with the show. It's just, it, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a concept that's kind of out of my realm of comfort. I think <laughs> it's not that it's, it's good. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, there are, it's called Yuru Yiri because there are some Yuri elements to it, but it's not that it's, it's not that I actually enjoyed the show. Hmm. Let's see. All right. How about some Junji Ito strange news? Yeah. Yes. Ooh. I always love strange news. Okay. So, <laughs> so horror manga artist Junji Ito shares terrifying drawing of Amabie, the epidemic protector yokai. <laughs> and topical. Yes, it is creepy as hell. Are you going to post it? Yes, give me just a moment. I keep forgetting where the zoom icon is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Can't forget that zoom icon. That like... You know what it reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of like the. Um, remember in the episode of C Lab 2021 where they go, where like the Bizarro characters come in? No, I don't remember that episode of C Lab. You know, Bizarro, I love you, Bizarro. It looks like Cousin It mated with a chicken. What? I remember seeing this drawing somewhere. It, I forget where. It almost looks like something that came out of one of those scary stories to tell in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, and, and I'm not just saying that because, you know, oh, horror art, horror art. Uh, no, like, Jun- this character specifically, because. I'm a big Junji Ito fan, so I, I don't normally compare his stuff to other stuff. I'm just saying this specific character looks like something that would appear in like a scary stories illustration. By what what's that artist's name who does the scary stories? I can look that up. Guillermo del Toro. R.L. Stein. Mr. Rogers. R.L. <laughs> Stein? No, this is a real horror artist. <laughs> it is. I like Mr. Rogers' answer. Can we go with that? <laughs> and listen, Stephen Gamow. Stephen Gamow is his name. Yeah, Stephen Gamow was awesome. And listen, Andrew, don't you dare mock R.L. Stein. Like, no, I mocked R.L. Stein. Technically, no, but Andrew's Andrew said a real horror artist, which is oh, okay. like, I, I mean, I kind of meant it like that, but I didn't really mean it like that. <laughs> hey, every every joke has some truth in it. So yeah. Did you hear that they're going to be rebooting the Goosebumps TV show? Dun, 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 dun. Is it still going to be like crappy Canadian films? Oh, it, I kind of hope. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> yeah. So little little trivia. One of the actors that was a recurring like cast member in there uh, was uh, Ben Cook, who is a guitarist for the band Fucked Up and huh. uh, is um is Young Gov as well. I don't know. Andrew, you might remember when I talked about his albums Gov 1 and Gov 2 on our yeah. top albums of 2019. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't beat out Ryan Gosling being on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Was I don't he? think anything will beat that out. <laughs> he was. He was on he was on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, he was. He Actually, was. Ben Cook and Ryan Gosling did do a show together in Canada as well. I, I I forget if it was a Goosebumps episode or it could have been an episode of Anne of Avonlea. Or was it the Halloween episode of Degrassi? Every Canadian actor was on there. <laughs> What's a Canadian? Myth. <laughs> it's a faraway mythical land. Yeah, they're when they talk, their heads are kind of like wah, bah, 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 and they like to fart on each other. Oh yeah, got that. No, I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
They have one road. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching, uh, Christine and I were watching uh, the Dudley Do-Right film the other day. Oh, oh my God, that Fraser. film was so underrated. There are so many awesome Canadian jokes in that in that movie. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And also American jokes too. Like, there's... Uh, if you haven't seen that film in a long time, go revisit it. Uh, we also watched George of the Jungle too. Both of those movies hold up so well. They do. They're those. Like I find it funny that Brendan Fraser would play two characters from two different universes created well, by that guy. And Keyboard, yeah, they probably would have kept making those old. Um, who was the Who was the guy who made those cartoons? J J Ward. J Ward. J Ward. That's right. Um, they would have kept making those two if the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie did, wasn't a total flop. Which is a shame because that was, I enjoyed watching that film. Hmm. I, I didn't really like the Rocky and Bullwinkle film, but uh, we found out, though, that they did do George of the Jungle 2, but Brendan Fraser didn't reprise his role in it because I guess he got fat during uh, the production of it so they didn't hire him back because he didn't have the body type of george of the jungle anymore wait so they didn't do george of the jungle the middle-aged years what the heck <laughs> dad bod george of the jungle. he did have a son in it so i mean it mm-hmm. would make total sense yeah oh. meanwhile oh. liam hemsworth is getting around with the wait liam or chris i always mix the two up chris. everyone's getting around with fat thor <laughs> oh that's chris hemsworth <laughs> Hey. Liam's his younger brother who what like dated Miley Cyrus or was engaged and they broke it off. Yeah. And in Ragnarok, when they were doing like a little Thor play, his brother was playing the fake Thor in that. Yeah, that uh, brilliant. And then Matt Damon was playing Loki, <laughs> who also played Loki in Dogma. Speaking of uh, of Taika Waititi films, new Star Wars film directed by him. Yes. Or rather, yeah, it's, let's, it's let's Star Wars. To the West. <laughs> We've already been there. We've been talking about Jay Ward. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. So we, we've been there for a while. In Canada. Um, <laughs> so Into the great white north of the West. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I feel optimistic about Taika Waititi taking over a film as long as they, they don't do the thing with... Uh, Phil uh, Lord, Lord and, and Miller, Miller. were like, "Oh, we're firing him and we're putting him with Ron Howard." And then it's too funny. It's too funny. <laughs> People want there to be funny. I mean, episode. So, for those who don't know, Taika Waititi directed episode one and episode eight of um, The Mandalorian, and they were fantastic. Oh. They had such a great balance of film. Like, basically, if if IG eighty eight was it was in the episode, Taika Waititi directed it. So, I thought you were going to say of Star Wars, and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, episode one, episode eight of Star Wars, no. Uh, he, he would have lost all my respect if he was if he was either one of those directors. Although, oh, Rain yeah. Johnson has done some great films. I thought it was Rion. It's Rain? I, yeah, I, it's, it's Rion. I, Rion. I, I could be wrong about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's done some great films, just that Star Wars episode eight was not one of them. <laughs> oh. Every director has a flop. I mean, uh, Brad Bird is one of my most favorite directors of all time, but he made one of the worst Disney films of all time. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Tomorrowland is a nightmare. That's not even a movie. Like, I don't know what's going on with that. It's not a movie. It's an experience. Great. A, a terrible experience. <laughs> <laughs> you get to. You literally get to watch an hour and of your ha- uh, an hour and a half of your life die. So. It's quite the experience. Anyways, we were talking about Taika Waititi and 
and Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of which, uh, apparently in the new season of What We Do in the Shadows, which is awesome if you haven't been watching it, Mark Hamill is going to be playing a vampire in it. So I heard. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I actually haven't seen any What We Do in the Shadows. I think you, that's the. Oh my God. I think that's to. the only Taika Waititi property i haven't seen except that is okay that is your homework that is your homework john star you have to watch i I have it on my computer i have what what we i i've I've watched like a half hour of it and i i haven't finished it yet (laughs) keep on going and then start watching the series because man it's crazy what they're coming up with for like ideas for vampire lore and they're just really hilarious and they're executed so well. So one of my coworkers told me about the um the energy vampire oh, who works in an office building and just takes away everybody's will to live. <laughs> he just goes like, hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, and then the guy just goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the main yeah, the episode, the most recent one, it was about the energy vampire getting a promotion and He's actually kind of become the best character in the whole series. That's funny. Yeah, so um, look forward to that. We're in Into the West. I feel like there was something else Into the Westy that I had had watched recently. Into the Westy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're now talking strictly about small breeds of dogs. Did you know that you can hold a Westie up by his tail? It's the, it's, it's the strongest uh, tail in any dog breeds is because they went into rat holes and then you could, you could grab him by the tail and pull him out of the rat hole. That sounds like animal abuse, man. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Who the hell figured that's, that out and why are they not in jail? That's, that's why they were bred. Yeah, that's why they're bred so that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. We used to have that a was, silent terrier. We and that was into the, the Westie. <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, yeah, it's good, but it didn't make me think or anything, so it felt kind of cheap. Where they were it like, like the finale of Gravity Falls. Kind, well, kind of, but the, the finale of Gravity Falls kind of just, like, was this crescendo of amazingness, and then it was just like, end. Where Star vs. the Universe was like, and now we somebody has to make a choice, and it's, it's really, it's like, it would be a powerful moment if somebody had to make a difficult choice, and then everybody's happy, and you're just kind of like, oh, like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Don't do that. Um, it's not going to... Huh? Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Yeah, and and so it can kind of be explained away as to why it happened, um, but I'm obviously not going to spoil that for anybody because uh, everybody has ex- access to the entire series with Disney Plus now. If you have Disney Plus, because um, I highly recommend you watch it. It's a phenomenal series. It's really funny and very cleverly written. It's very well animated in its uh, you know Cal Art style. Uh, yeah. and you know, they, they have more, more frames of animation than most CalArt style shows do. Mm-hmm. And um, articulation. <laughs> uh, speaking of, um, yeah. speaking of other like Disney plus shows and, um, uh, Eric Kagami from Scarlet Rhapsody pointed this out. Apparently in the new DuckTales, the, the animators have been sneaking in loop on the third, uh, references in the background. That's and with dope. The characters. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, the new season of DuckTales is actually really good. Um, they've been, I think they've been premiering those on Disney Plus as well. But yeah, uh, the 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 new series season three is 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 super cool because they have so many characters that they've brought back over over the years, and and now like the cast is 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 really wide and diverse, and uh, a lot of really cool episodes. Mm-hmm. Elite for Derek is now a bucket of chicken. Oh my goodness. That's <laughs> Is that trademark? Yeah, I you, you can't say that. Greg, you have oh. to edit that out. <laughs> or else we're gonna get copyright stripped. That's yeah. knuckle KFC looking good. To give us free KFC, which I would be okay with. I do I do like that the icon for Derek's bucket of chicken is cut off right where it's supposed to say KFC, so we can't get copywritten for it. Well, not, we wouldn't be showing video. the video anyway. I know. It's I not have to be, be cutting out the... It's <laughs> no, I, I have an idea how to fix that. Don't. You're just going to mess it up, Greg. You're just going <laughs> to mess it up. I don't want to get sued today. <laughs> you can't get sued just by saying a slogan. Yes, you can. Are you kidding? It's copyrighted. Well, just a good neighbor, like a good neighbor. Are you kidding? You're making more work. <laughs> Come on. Ba, 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 ba. I'm just going to like bleep out like one of the words. Their, the uh, I don't think that's their thing anymore. <laughs> well, for State Farm, yeah, it is. No, no. Ba, 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 ba. We just going to snip this out because we can't say that. I'm loving it for McDonald's. Oh, yeah, it is, dude. Are you kidding but, me? No, it's now. Um, what is it? Please come eat here, doctors. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to do so much bleeping that I'm going to have to, like, the parents are going to be worried when their children listen to this podcast. Like, why are they swearing so much? They, they should be worried anyways. Yeah, why like, why are they listening to us in the first place? Come on, Greg. Have it your <laughs> and, and that was Into the West? I guess so. Why does it always end like that now? It's it always ends on on, on me. It's just, what? What? Okay. Me being hungry has severely derailed everyone. 
<laughs> it's just John derails. Why don't so you outside just... of the Western shows, what's everybody watching? Nothing. Uh, yeah, no, nothing new. Nothing I've, new. I've been what? watching Dragon Ball actually, because I still have yet to watch the entirety of the series. What? So I'm like halfway through it now. Yeah, I want to get to the King Piccolo saga because I've never seen that, and that's supposed to be the really good one. <laughs> but I forgot how often you see Goku's genitalia. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. hairy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's not. <laughs> He's like, like five. <laughs> it's even more awkward that you just said, no, it's not. Oh, yeah, because you see and it you very see... often. <laughs> and you also see Balma's boobs and butt. Oh, God. <laughs> and this was a did, children's show. Did it you was. know that Bulma does not have balls? But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a line in the show, Greg. <laughs> well, then. I guess Dragon, I'm never Ball, watching show. Dragon Ball is a very different species from Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Yeah, it's the it's, best one out of the whole bunch, to be honest with you, just because of how much to get away with. Well, in, uh, they, re- they re-released the manga in the United States like a couple of years ago, and it's all censored now. It's, it's all completely censored. Uh-huh. They, they like cut it to pieces for some reason. Probably because they knew that younger children were going to be buying it. So I guess that's kind of a smart move. Um, so make a kid's version and an adult's version. And all well, of the characters in question with nudity are all like 16 or younger. Yeah. Um, they they could do that, like make a kid's version and an adult version. Because they did yeah, that you with make the, the, okay, the, you street, make the, the street Fighter movie. There was the red box version, the yellow box version. The yellow mm-hmm. box version had all the uh, Chun-Li nudity cut out of it. Yeah. You know, the terrible version. Yeah. Well, that's but yeah, what you do is you release the censored version in the physical form, and then in the digital form, you have the uncensored version. Well, that the uh, the Chun Li fight scene in that in that movie is like one of the best animated fight scenes in animated fight scene history. Oh yeah, without question. Not because she's naked, but because just the fluidity of the animation is so. Yeah, great. it's like a legitimate good fight. <laughs> and then that the song that plays in the background, like the "Give It to Me" that song. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, the when Westerners actually made a, like a great soundtrack to replace the original Japanese one. Am I the only one in that boat? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess possibly. Okay, it's okay, Evan. We still love you. Okay. Um. So one show that I've been watching, and I'm actually still surprised I'm watching because it's from the same team who did Pop Team Epic. It's a show called Gal and Dino, and basically the show is about just this, you know, the gal type of, like, Japanese girl Mm -hmm. uh, sharing an apartment with a dinosaur. And the reason why I'm still watching it is because there's this kind of wholesome aspect to Gal and Dino that Pop Team Epic absolutely did not that makes it really enjoyable to watch. Not to mention, they're like half the show is live action, so you get to see a guy dressed up as like the dino in a full suit, and those moments are actually really funny. As long as they don't play the same episode twice in the same half hour and nope, just change they don't. the voices. No. So what they sometimes do is they do a similar plot line from the animated version into the live action version, but they do different things. That's that's fine. 
I, I think that, yeah. I think that that's a, a much better concept. And, and I, I just felt like when I heard Gallon Dino, it's just, I, I was kind of like immediately on board with it because uh, I, I don't know what it was about Pop Team Epic that just, you know, from right, right off the bat, you're like, there's something wrong here. There's something not working <laughs> with yeah. this show, you know, and, and just straight from a, conceptual standpoint i mean from a conceptual standpoint of having every segment being animated by a different person i think that's a great concept it's just that the the bare bones skeleton that they had to work with with the characters and stuff like that did not right it's kind of like there's that show on fxx that i like uh called cake Cake. where like everything is like a different segment and such like i love what they did with the first season and having that O'Drill know like the live action and all the animated stuff. Second season, so the second season of Cake had this recurring bit called Shark Lords where it's two guys from Australia doing a documentary about wanting to fuck sharks. And it's like the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen them do. Sounds like a cult classic. It, it's, it's, it's almost unbearable to watch. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing that you get with, with shows like Cake. And I mean, in, in the sense, it kind of reminds me of Love, Death, and Robots, where like you would watch and then some of them would be good and then others would be terrible. Yeah. Some well, would be animated. I, I don't think I've seen, I don't, and from my standpoint, like I never thought anything was bad with Love, Death, and Robots, but I can understand where you're coming from regarding quality-wise. To me, there were some that were okay and then there were some that were top tier. Right. Well, you, you could compare it simply to Saturday Night Live as well, where, yeah, for sure. where it's just like some, like you have one sketch in an episode of Saturday Night Live that's a hit, and then the rest of them are just jokes that don't have a punchline. Right, like, or, or like ugh. Robot Chicken or Tim and Eric's Awesome Show. I don't know, Tim and Eric's Awesome Show always kind of got it. Was like, it was a, a 100% on all the time. Yeah, they were always on. <laughs> Which they have a new show coming out, the Meat Boys or something like Beef, that. Yeah. Uh, Beef House. Beef House. It's, it's, it's come and gone. It's all on. Um, you can watch it online or through uh, Adult Swim. No way. Beef House. Yeah. Oh, I gotta watch it then. I still want to watch good uh, things about it. Stories. Like they, they like, they like made a twist on the whole 1980s family sitcom thing yeah. and actually made it like legit funny. <laughs> like I've heard good things. Uh, I gotta watch that. I so we got Eric. back into the West suddenly from what we're watching. <laughs> I think Wicked Anime has just turned into like, let's talk about any TV show ever now. <laughs> I will say like for um, back to anime, um, I will start watching. Uh, Crunchyroll just put the whole first season of City Hunter from the 1980s on. There. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. really want to watch all of those because with the new movie that just came out, like I've heard amazing things about the movie. Not to mention, too, uh, going a little bit further, going back to Into the West, and maybe going a little bit to the East. The country of France had a new live-action version of City Hunter, called like City Hunter Nicky Larson, and I heard it's one of the funniest films to come out of France in a very long time. Yeah, that's cool. Huh. Wouldn't it still technically be in the West? I do. I do like to laugh at France. It's <laughs> <laughs> a thing I like to do. <laughs> hey listen they have some of the best animators in the world oh yeah they do. Uh-huh. oh my god speaking of which i can't believe we didn't bring this up wakfu season four is gonna be uh going up on kickstarter yeah i gotta finish season two finish <laughs> and season three one <laughs> i haven't even i i don't even know how to get a hold of of season three it's on it's on netflix 
Okay. Yeah, the um, you watch season one, season two, and then the three part um, eggs of um, the Dolph, the three part uh, Dolphus egg uh, trilogy, and then season three. Uh, maybe that's what I should watch next while I'm working. Like I'll I'll, I'll throw on walk through while I work. Though so you that, catch uh, up. So, so you yeah, know the, suffer the, the, through the English. Yeah. The, so okay. So the English dub for season one, two, and the miniseries sucks. But for season three, they actually uh, recast everybody. They got people from Bang Zoom Entertainment to do the dub, and it's excellent. Ooh, wow, that's gonna be irritating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just that um, the French is I, so good. I the, do. The French love is the really French. good. No, the, no, the don't French get me wrong. Is, the French is like the perfect one. Oh, I, the French but, is so good. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the Bang Zoom dub for season three is they did the opposite of what the season one, two, and miniseries did. They cast people and made sure that they didn't sound like cartoon characters. Right. They, they weren't making voices. Yeah, they weren't pretending to do voices. They were actually just doing voices. Yeah. Yeah, cool. that, that cool. bugs me when voice actors are like, I'm a voice actor watch me do this pretend voice. It's like, no, you use your voice to make a voice. Like, <laughs> you yeah. use a pretend voice to play a character. Who do you think you are? Tom Kenny? Get out of here. Mike Judge? Come on. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. He's got, he's got, them, he's got them three voices. <laughs> it's like He's like the ever-so-talented Seth MacFarlane <laughs> or at least he, or at least he thinks he is. But he has those three voices that he does. <laughs> All right, that's enough bashing Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he yeah. actually does a good job at the Orville. So I've heard. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm still waiting for season three. We can just oh, continue to bash Nick Kroll over his three voices. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay, Rick and Morty season four came out. <laughs> Um, I have to catch up on Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm still, I'm frustrated that Hulu keeps advertising that they're going to have Rick and Morty, but they still only have up to season three. (laughs) Well, Well, Hulu just put up the new show that Justin Rowland has created. Yeah. Yeah. The the Solar Opposites. Yeah. Yeah, Solar Opposites. So what you could do is you could get a VPN and then switch your VPN to Japan, and Japan has all of Rick and Morty on Netflix. Oh, okay. But do they have the subtitles? They have everything. They have English, they have Japanese, they have, yeah, it's, and, and with, with English subtitles. Oh, hell yeah. Because when I was in Japan, I would watch Rick and Morty on Netflix. Hmm, good to know. Yeah. I do. I love the fact that like the the new episode that just came out is just a big middle finger to like all the fans of Rick and Morty who take the show too seriously. <laughs> that sounds like something Justin Roiland would do. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I can just picture the reactions as they're watching like the videos of all those people dancing on top of countertops at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's what I I, I guarantee that's what kicked off the whole thing in the first place is like justin Roiland's like oh man i gotta dish out some justice for people who like my show yeah <laughs> he kind of does in this episode yeah i'm loving it all right what do we got what do what's what's next oh my god all the all the slogans guys <laughs> um, i have to beep out so many slogans. I, was, I was waiting for greg to <laughs> Dude, i'm just gonna hear beep 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 in the editing <laughs>
Hey, Greg. Beep. No, don't you do it, KFC. Uh, <laughs> actually, we've got the. Oh, come on. Apparently, Why Wendy's doesn't. Say- One out of four Wendy's doesn't have the meats. No, Where it's the beef. <laughs> it's Arby's, right? Arby's, yep. Because so I always look at that slogan and I think it, it should continue and say, We have the meat sweats. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> So are we making uh, another anime or what? Yes, let's make another <laughs> anime. Unless anybody, else, unless anybody else wants to dish out of what we're watching. Yeah, so I or forgot. Make, or make fun of more voice actors. <laughs> so um, I, I went ahead and I pulled more title cards, uh, and they're pretty good. So do you want to keep doing that? You're doing genres this episode, and I'm doing title yeah, cards? Yeah, yeah. Then the next episode, we'll do the other way around. Okay. All right. So one, two, three. That's a producer card. Seven cars for kids. Oh, no, no, no. I'll just kill you for that one in the first place. Guys, um, this is weird how this how this one got all sent out. So so all right. So first off, I have two premises that are the characters. So one is a JRPG hero right there. Huh. And then the other one is the character of the magical Indian magical girl. Wait, can you show the first card again? Yeah. All right. I can do that. Here. Just hold them both up. Yeah. Okay. And then can you just like zoom in on the second one? Because I didn't see the second one. No, that's the first one. No, I'm sorry. The first one again? (laughs) (laughs) Greg, this would be really funny if we were releasing the video. (laughs) That's true. I don't know if they want to see our beautiful faces. They want to see my chicken. Greg, how come your video turned off? Uh, I shut it off because uh, I had to itch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they can see down there. You got a scratch. I just got a scratch. That's not... no, okay. <laughs> and I kid you not. Okay, so these are the other three premises I have here. We have Alien Invasion. We have grotesque aliens, and we have alien babes. <laughs> oh! I shuffled these like so good, and like all top three ones were these. Grotesque wow. alien babes, I love it. Well, type them into the chat. All right, so one moment, please. Character, JRPG hero. Character one eight hundred cars. Great, you stop it. <laughs> Derek got into my head. It's his fault. And it's one eight seven seven cars for kids. Don't give them money, guys. You have to realize. You have to realize that most. I would say almost all of our audience has no idea what you're talking about because that's a Boston-based charity company. Yeah, but those kids need cars. Okay, so John has his. Title cards. Yes. So and what did we discuss? Let's first. What's the genre or the the premise? Oh yeah, we never picked the the, the premise. Grotesque aliens and alien babes. <laughs> so we're gonna go with alien babes again. <laughs> well, yeah, we did alien babes last time. We already did do alien babes. Yeah. So so let's let's not do alien babes then. I, I right. mean, like if we uh, the RPG hero with an invasion. Or grotesque aliens. Like, I would say JRPG grotesque aliens. JRPG hero with grotesque aliens. 
and then with with these freaking title pieces that you put out like we could like make a super jrpg title okay yeah so um <laughs> the our, our titles are ocean plus god garden panzer peach fist and coon i like peach fist coon let's go with that no <laughs> peach garden of the ocean god plus that's a that's an rpg title coon yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should we should start this Panzer Coon plus. I don't think there should be a there should be a colon there. I think it should just be plus. Godfist Panzer Coon plus. Godfist Panzer Coon plus. Godfisting Panzer Coon plus. Yes. Yeah. Peach Garden of the Ocean God. God Coon. Enter fist God plus God Coon. <laughs> It's the sequel, God Coon. It's the sequel to Superbook. Somebody, somebody, oh, Derek, you stole my idea. I was going to put the plus in the middle. <laughs> Panzerfist plus God Coon. I know, it's like two different characters. I mean, can we do that plus? Yes, I mean, that- you can. Yeah. I, uh, man, so I already have to go with Derek's because he basically did exactly what I was going to do. Panzerfist <laughs> plus God <laughs> that's funny i like it i i you know what it because it kind of makes me think of a series where panzerfist is the main character and god coon is riding sidecar in like a motorcycle <laughs> plus god coon you know? plus god coon so the jrpg hero is panzerfist <sighs> panzerfist doesn't really sound like a jrpg hero because usually it is when JRPG you're high and put in the character names <laughs> Yeah, like JRP, JRPG heroes are usually like cloud. I mean, well, yeah, like you have to start them <laughs> off. You have to start them off a little bit like weak so that they can grow into something strong. Panzer I mean, Fist sounds like somebody strong. <laughs> Panzer Fist is what the JRPG hero is aiming to become. Okay, well, wait, hold on. What if Panzer Fist is the bad guy and this series focuses on the bad guy and the little guy is like a, it's a side character that we barely see. Who's the JRPG hero. Do <laughs> mm. we start the stopwatch? Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Okay. I, Cause I think that we've all decided that Panzerfist plus God Coon is just, then mm. that's what we're going with. <laughs> Good job. I Derek. Panzerfist could be the name of his sword. That, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. yeah, and then God Coon is the one who teaches teaches him the JRPG hero how uh, JRPG hero how to wield it, but he teaches it so poorly. <laughs> Against so he's a terrible god. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We have grotesque aliens as a part of this. Yes. So the JRPG hero has to defeat grotesque yeah. aliens. I mean, like you just you just like yeah, the, the monsters are grotesque aliens. <laughs> But like it's God Coon, so like the JRPG hero is like, You're God. Can't you just like it away? And he's like, I'm too lazy to do that. So we don't wanna we don't wanna uh, dive into tropes that are already common because that sounds like Aqua from from Kenosuba. Or so, um, what's the um what's the um uh, or Koenma from Yu Yu Hakusho? What if what if God Coon was a fledgling god who is like like this little child who is turning into a god but doesn't know how to be one? So kind of like the Antichrist character in Good Omens. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a reference. 
<laughs> well, I mean, like, it's so Good Omens is basically a comedy version of of The Omen. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen well, that show. No, it's, it's kind of like. Oh yeah, okay. It's kind of like a comedy version more of the Re- Book of Revelations than anything else. Well, I, I but that's what that's what The Omen is based off of. True. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So, um, but but same same concept. So if so, like yeah, it would be like that. But except it's a it's a good thing. Like like God Coon is is a good guy, but you know is trying to grow up into. What so, if he is a good guy, but because he can't control his powers, he keeps accidentally doing bad stuff? We could take it from this is going to be a really dated reference. Uh, last or greatest greatest American hero, where he where he loses the instruction manual on how to be a god so he just kind of has to figure it out so he finds this jrpg character who is like or okay so what if the main character is just a guy who plays a lot of jrpgs and god coon is like just ends up at his doorstep somehow and the only way that the jrpg hero quote unquote or this regular guy knows how to train god coon is because of his experience playing jrpgs and the game and the name of the rpg is panzer fist that could that, that could be it yeah um and and so like god coon was sent down to earth to fight this grotesque alien horde that's coming but he doesn't know how to do it so he recruits the guy who plays panzer fist in order to help him figure out how to be a god this this premise is just hokey enough so that it's not a copy paste of of another anime or uses anime trope so i'm I'm, I'm, I'm digging it i'm I'm rolling i'm just rolling off the cuff here so the main character basically becomes the sidekick for god kun yeah yeah um it kind of reminds me uh it could be kind of set up like who here who's seen um tenacious d the pick of destiny where uh, jack trains <laughs> is getting trained by kyle on how to be a rock star and it's like the worst training ever are you I, kidding it was the best that is how you become a rock star <laughs> but yeah. it could be a kind of a similar premise to that yeah so does i mean i mean like that is is that like done are we, are we done with that one that was like record time <laughs> Yeah, that was almost like that was under four minutes that we got that done. Ah. Do, do we want to come up with expanding concepts of of Panzer Fist plus God Coon, or do? Oh we... my God, let's do that. Let's pull up. Let's pull. Let me pull up like three more. Let me do four more cards. Add a premise to be the sequel to Panzer Fist plus God Coon. Oh yeah, that's right. And add it. Or possibly a first cool. arc. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have here post-apocalyptic. Okay, well, while Evan's typing this in, guys, I just want to re- let you know that on YouTube, movies free with ads is dirty work. And oh. everybody should watch Oh, my that God. Movie. I actually remember going to the movie theater and seeing that as a kid. That movie is one of the greatest movies ever, and everybody has to see dirty work, and it's for free on YouTube with on YouTube movies. Hey, you got a dead hooker in your car. Well, all these have dead hookers what? in your car. Why do you have all of these dead hookers? Like, <laughs> yeah. Movie. That is the Sesquini, uh, the Sesquan uh, whore that bit off my nose. <laughs> wow. So my the premises I have are post-apocalyptic, gender swap, 
character of producer lady and girls love. Um, I like the idea of post-apocalyptic because if <laughs> we, because because that would mean that they lose the yeah. alien invasion. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, John. Draw draw more more title cards so that we can make a. Oh, I was type. just thinking about calling this Panzer Fist plus God Kuhn plus. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Panzer I mean, Fist plus that's God. Good, but I would like to see what other what other title things we get, just so that we can tag on something at the end. Okay. Um. Let's see. Because we could, there is the chance that we could just get a letter. <laughs> um. We did. Um. Which would be which, which is a funny letter. So. Um, all right, so we have mean? is it one of those letters for Elon Musk's son's name? Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's just so you know, that's pronounced Ash. Is it really? Is that yeah. is that his name? It's Ash, no, it's pronounced not legal in California. So it's so it's X Ash, uh, A dash 12, and the A 12 is is a Boeing airplane model. That was like his that where you know Elon Musk is an aero, aero engineer guy, so uh, so he he named his son after after an aero thing. But yeah, the X it's the X, and then that A E mashup thing is he said is pronounced Ash. That was his wife's idea. He so, can be uh, he could be friends with Jason Lee's son, pilot. <laughs> so as, uh, that would be amazing. So, uh, so as you guys can hear, I'm I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts. Yes. <laughs> so we have. Okay. Bra- right, so we you. yeah we have we have new letters now. Um, Brave, bunny, D, eyes, rain, girl, legend. So if we wanted to do Panzer Coon plus God, God uh, Panzer Fist Panzer plus. Fist. Plus God Coon D plus. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if we do if it's post is it post apocalyptic that we chose? Yeah. Okay. I would actually go with legend. And that's I more so what I was thinking too, yeah. And because here's here's the idea. I'm gonna start the timer. We got five we're gonna do five minutes here, okay? I would just do four more minutes. All right, all right. four more minutes? All right. Oh, come on. Zero four. Here's why. Here's my idea. It's legend because it's post-apocalyptic and everyone's telling the story of, of Panzerface plus God Coon as if it was a success. Like he successfully <laughs> did it, but then it turns out he really just fucked it up this whole time. So like we can very clearly see that they did not do it, but it, but everybody talks about it like he did do it. Right. And then another alien invasion happens and they try to do what the hero did last time and they realize why is none of this working? And so they have to and and then they're like, "Oh, the reason why it's not working is because it's us that's not doing it. It's not God Coon and Panzer Fist. So we have to go get them." And help them help us. And, th- and it turns out that Panzerfist and Godkun are in hiding because they're so ashamed of their failure that th- and they think that everybody's going to kill them, that they're in hiding. So they're actually now running away from all the people trying to come get them to save them again. <laughs> can, can, can they, can, when we find them, can they like just look like hermits, just with like long yeah. ass beards? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and like, oh, they're coming. They're coming. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh no, everybody's gonna coming to kill us. Why are they running away from us? Yeah. <laughs> no, but but God Kuhn's still like a little like young child or something, so it's just sitting there with an obviously like fake mustache. <laughs> still the has Master beard. <laughs> Man, this is great. Andrew, you have your next comic after Solarian Sun. Yeah, and I have the big uh uh quarantine beard for it too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I haven't shaved in like four or five weeks, maybe maybe five or six weeks. Sweet so baby a, Jesus! I have a big <laughs> I have a big quarantine beard so that when I come out, I can be like, bro, is it like what I'm out of my year is out of my this? Yeah, is that the sunlight? <laughs> Sweet baby God Coon. All right, is that the, is that the uh, yeah we did it the, we the did sequel, it we did the sequel in under a minute and <laughs> we we did it. we're we're doing like anime pitch uh, speed runs now we should be we should just be sending all of these ideas to Japan yeah we should just we they should just pay us money we gotta yeah. become light novel artists we should <laughs> we should become the new rooster teeth yeah um we uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would that would be we we could just we could just kick anime's ass. <laughs> that's, that's what I was getting with that. <laughs> that was a hype train to nowhere, Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> just, that, that was that was that. Yeah. Shall we wrap it up? I think we, we should, should wrap, wrap it up. up. That was fun. All right. Okay, All everybody. Right. If you want to join us, join the conversation for the Wicked Anime Podcast. You can find us at facebook.com slash wicked anime where you can send us comments. You can like cool news stories that we share. You can find posts from Evan's show. You can send us private messages, uh, which we actually got a private message uh, from Tempsu not too long ago where he asked us if oh, any of us, service. He, uh, he asked us if we listened to the who, which is a Mongolian metal band. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. They're good. Oh yeah, I listen. I listen to them. The I mean, I'm, I'm a I'm a metalhead. I'm uh, a metalhead. So uh, I was, and and I was I was uh, working on a Mongolian comic book uh, last year, and I was just like, well, I like metal music. I wonder if there's any Mongolian metal music, and what do you know there is? It was the Who, and so I started listening to them. By the way, for anybody, it's not the '70s rock band. It's it's spelled H U. Yeah, V H U. Mm. Okay, there. I was getting confused. And they and they do that Mongolian throat singing, but uh, folk metal music. It's really great. It's, it's basically Korpaklani, but Mongolian. but Mongolian throat singing. So it's uh, about wrecking the city raw from last time. <laughs> so uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail uh, which is also our link to our our YouTube page, which is youtube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews, where you can watch funny old videos of Wicked Anime in its heyday when we were making funny videos. Which When we were funny? I, well, I still have <laughs> dreams of doing that because I'm still funny, I think. Uh, but <laughs> I'm hilarious. Yeah. You can tweet us on at Twitter at Yo Wicked Anime. I used to be somebody. Have you heard of Panzer Fist plus God Coon? That's right. That. Yeah. I made that. I wrote that. <laughs> we also made uh, something else. I forget. I forget the other, t- other title now. But whatever. <laughs> we uh, made Z Diver Love Kiss. Kiss. That's right. Because I, I thought that title up, so I remembered it. Of course. Hey, listen. We can't. We can't forget that this all started with Facha, the the hockey anime. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, so uh, and then of course you can find me 
uh, on uh, Facebook mostly uh, at AFLM Art. That's one word, AFLM Art, or you know AFL Mart, as as it looks <laughs> like I'm like I'm selling things. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at AFLM underscore Art, same as my Twitter at AFLM underscore Art. And of course, the, most importantly, you can go to solariansun.com where you can read my webcomic for free, currently up to page 71. But if you want to pay as little as $5 a month, that is less than a cup of coffee per day that most people like to get. That's only $5 a month. You can get, you know maybe two, three, four pages a week, which is nuts because now, uh, now Patreon subscribers are up to page 127. Think of that in terms of, well, I can get page 71 for free or page 127 for $5 a month. That's great, guys. You should, everybody should read my fantasy comic, solariansun.com. Evan. All right, so for the recent news, reviews, podcasts, episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or want to be featured on our show, No Borders, No Race, if you are a band, you can write to us at thebastards@bostonbashbrigade.com. At you can follow me on Twitter on the J-Pop Video Games and Amino pages at kingbaby.earstage on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. And you can like us on facebook.com slash bostonbashbrigade and facebook.com slash Land of Esh. And uh, hopefully by the time this uh, episode airs, you can check out an interview I did with voice actress Jade Saxton, who plays the characters of Kana from Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Rem in How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, and the adorable Hakase in Nichijou. Derek. All right. Well, as always, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at elite for derek Otherwise, I will be uh, doing some grinding up so I can uh, wreck some noobs in Panzerfist. And also, just as a final note, I was thinking, if that metal band ever got into a feud with another one, would it be considered a Mongolian beef? Oh. <laughs> I like it. Oh. I like it a lot. You know, we never discussed uh, what the rules of the game Panzer Fist were. Well, it wasn't. It was an anime. That's why. <laughs> Damn. You just make up the rules. Checkmate. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I think I forgot to mention the Discord. If you guys are on the Facebook page, the the Discord, the permanent Discord invite link is there, and you should jump on the the Wicked Anime Discord and chat with us there as well because we post dank memes. Yeah, like the one I posted, the Blazing Saddles one. <laughs> oh, I actually posted another one, but I posted it in a different Discord that would work perfectly for the Wicked Anime. So I'm gonna. So you guys are hearing it live now on the podcast. I am posting a meme on the discord because it is so damn good that I'm throwing that into the anime memes and everybody will laugh. And For those of the people here who are still sticking around to, to listen to us, uh, why would God Coon? Go <laughs> yeah. That, okay. That's funny. <laughs> so like God Coon would go to this guy and be like, you know how to train heroes, so I need you to train me. And then God Coon is like, wait a minute, this is like one of those reverse isekais. Like he should he should he should be very self-aware of that and think he's in like a reverse isekai or something like that. 
or maybe he thinks he is the isekai world and so he starts training god coon and like yeah you just fight enough guys and you get a new ability when you level up and god coon's like okay sure i don't know how to do this god thing so you must so you you level up and then like he doesn't get a new power or level up or anything like that. So he, so he dies. Right. Well, maybe it's an item you have to get. We'll find you a weapon. Uh, all right, everybody. I think we should wrap it up there. Seeing that we've already signed, kind of signed off, but if you all, if y'all want to find me, I'll be in Conan exiles. Just Conan exiling it up. Yeah. Oh, we never talked about ghost runner. Oh, yeah, that's right. We never talked about Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, that's good I because I wasn't yet. able to download the demo yet. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I, and I haven't played it yet, so we'll give us another couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it in the next couple weeks. And you know what? We haven't even talked about yet. I'm very surprised. We've never brought up the fact that Bug Rape Island actually came out. Because oh, my it gosh. kind of just flopped. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. It was. Just read the manga if you want to be depressed at watching high school kids. Or, or just like disgusted. Just yeah. utterly disgusted. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. if you just want to be disgusted. I mean, you get two depressed. kinds of disgusted. You can read the manga and be disgusted by that, or you can watch the anime and be disgusted by how bad of an anime it is. Yeah. <laughs> two different kinds of disgust. Just like. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, that's right. it for the Wicked Anime Podcast this week. Uh, we will be around next time as the quarantine is still going on to record this kind of stuff. So for now, we will sign off the only way we know how. Nike, do it. I cannot believe the fact that in that movie it is just a scene of two minutes of a girl walking down the hallway. That's the type of scene. It's like, it's, it's like they didn't have time to put that in the anime opening, so they just put it in the anime itself. So, uh, Greg, is this the part where you put in your your editor's corner? Maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't know if it's going to be every episode or just like whenever I feel whenever, like. Whenever you're feeling sad. No, that wasn't. So, that I listened to it again. It did not sound sad. <laughs> hey, guys. Security guy Greg here. And welcome to the editor's corner. Welcome everyone to this happy rendition of Editor's Corner. See, I can be happy, John Star. Anyway, hope you all enjoyed today's episode. It was definitely a fun one to work on, and who knew slogans would be so fun bleeping out. So I actually wanted to know what you guys thought of the added sound effects. Did you like them, hate them, or just indifferent to them? We love being able to work on something that provides entertainment to you guys, and we are open to new ideas. So please let us know what you think. Just message us on either Facebook, Discord, or Gmail if you want to go that route. Well, that's all for now, so remember to stay safe out there and we'll catch you in the next episode. Now, where did I leave my security baton? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.